Welcome to the new re- reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum, and uh, today's topic is about the advanced Maui optical space surveillance technologies. And it um, is some a, a topic that I've been um, longing to cover. Uh, and and uh, there's been a conference going on on Maui for the last 25 years. And, and with me today, I have Leslie Wilkins. Uh, she's the president and CEO over at the Maui Economic Development Board. I've got Darren Nishimoto, uh, who is um, president of EO Solutions and also supports the uh, Amos Conference. And I also have Caitlin Vicuña, and she is an engineering senior over at the UH Manoa and has been a part of a, or is a part of a kind of a young person emerging uh, cohort that's part of the Amos Conference. So we want to delve into all of that, but I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks, Bert. Great to have Thank you guys you. all on. And, and um, you know, I want to give you all a chance to say a little bit about what you do with respect to, to Amos and, and how this uh, particular conference has been going on for like a quarter century. Maybe I'll start Just with uh, <laughs> I'll start with uh, Leslie and 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 how does uh what is MEDB's role in the Amos conference? Yes, yeah. well, thank you for this. Um, MEDB is a presenting organization of the Amos Technical Conference. We just had our twenty first fourth two four twenty fourth conference in September of this year. Um, we have been deemed the premier technical conference in the nation devoted to space domain awareness. We had almost 1,100 in-person attendees at the Wailea Marriott Hotel. Uh, we represented 22 countries in the attendance, and we had another nearly 300 people who participated on the virtual platform. We do that mainly to accommodate um, our international attendance. Um, it is an amazing conference. I'm going to let Darren and Caitlin give their perspectives, but it is a technical conference. We received over 300, almost 360 abstracts this year to present technical papers, and Darren had one of the jobs of, you know, selecting which would be presented, which would be posters. Um, we were, this is our first year to have a four-star general. We hosted, yes, the CSO, General Saltzman of um, the U.S. Space Force. That was very exciting to have him as a keynote. We also had uh, one of the advisors on the White House Space Council also keynote. Uh, we had the U.S. Department of Commerce, Space Commerce Director present. And several, um, because it's international, we had several representatives of international space agencies like Australia and the European Union, um, the UK. So it's all about coming together to build collaboration on looking at all the space objects that are up there, keeping track of them, cataloging them, making sure that there aren't any collisions of valuable assets or even worse, human life on the International Space Station because there are more than 40,000 pieces of stuff um, up in lower Earth orbit. So um, we've often been called an environmental conference. You know, again, how can we share, build international relationships on space traffic management? 
um, so that space is accessible and safe um, for all, and there are rules of engagement. And on that note, that kind of gives you an overview of what space situational awareness, space domain awareness is. And um, I think that um, we can, I can pitch it over to Darren to talk about some of the breaking, cutting-edge technical things that come through the papers and that are presented, and also this is an opportunity for our businesses on Maui, our space businesses, to connect with funders and other companies to possibly team with, and he has firsthand inside perspective on that. Well, that's a that's a good a good segue to to Darren, and Darren is the uh, co-chair of the uh, Amos Conference. But before we get into the the, the Amos Conference itself. Uh, Darren, what 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 consists of the technologies that are part of this sort of domain awareness? Is it is it the, the telescopes? I mean, what is it that's tracking and cataloging all this uh, space objects? It, it's really the cutting edge of space technologies. It's not necessarily a telescope or an optics. It runs the gamut of algorithms, machine learning, artificial intelligence, radar. Uh, RF sources, space-based sources. So there's really not a stovepipe um, uh, technology that we're geared towards. It's really open. Uh, and what we're looking for is it a cutting edge that the Space Force or the White House and the Department of Commerce can use. So we're really looking for relevancy, uh, transitionable technologies. We're not, we're not a conference that has a whole bunch of equations and then you tuck it into a PowerPoint chart and no one it until you kind of dust the covers off in another 10, 20 years. So it's really relevant. And as Leslie said, we have four-star generals and White House officials there looking at these technologies. And with that, they can actually make decisions. Again, as Leslie said, there's industry out there, uh, uh, sponsorships, uh, emerging young professionals. And with that, the generals that are in attendance in the audience can actually make quick decisions and they can actually look at their colonels and and officers and say, I want that technology, I want it yesterday, and I want that on my platform tomorrow. And so there's really uh, decision-making results uh, coming out of these technical presentations. And and uh, Darren, when when, um, you speak of of domain awareness, is it pretty much uh, uh, the... The, I guess the topic of uh, focus is is the satellites, right? The satellite. Uh, uh, I guess I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, you know, what is launched uh, by man that is in orbit, in low Earth orbit around the Earth, and that's a, that's a primary focus, right? It's not. It's not like asteroids that are coming uh, into close right. close proximity to the Earth. This is all uh, man-made objects that are that are uh, put in orbit. Correct. Yes, and uh, what, what you're seeing, the domain includes, it, it, used, it transformed from a sort of a military objective, and now it's transformed into a global international objective. And so that's what they're basically saying, it's the full domain. You have so the civil domain, you have the military domain, and now you have the commercial domain. Mm-hmm. ASEC is launching thousands, hundreds of satellites, which mm-hmm. equal into a thousand uh, Amazon will add another couple thousand. And with that, we are relied on those satellites for Internet, for this radio show, right, mm-hmm. for 
hearing the pin drop across the international waters without a delay, without an echo like I used to have in my days. And so we are really reliant on commercial services and civil services, and we just want to make sure those critical satellite technologies that we utilize in our daily lives are safe and sound. Mm -hmm. And and so that's the domain. It's not just military anymore. It's military, commercial, civil. Right, right. And... And and I want to give Caitlin a chance to kind of describe her involvement with this, and and it's an interesting aspect because it's a it's a emergent, uh, and it's what E M E R G E N like a uh, like a generation thing, and uh, as as uh, Darren and Leslie kind of refer to, it's like young professionals that are interested in getting into this business, and and uh, Caitlin, I mean, what is the composition of the cohort that is part of emergent? I mean, it's so many different people. Um, it was actually quite awesome experience. Like, I mean, we had like probably like five people from UH, but um, we. Were, I mean, I was in groups of people from like Portugal, from you know Pakistan, from England, like everywhere. There's people from all around the world. Um, you know, kind of like around the same age and you know into the same things. And you know, it was just really interesting to see everybody kind of just all interested in the same stuff from all around the world, just kind of getting together. Yeah, you know, and, and I'll, I'll um, want to follow up with a kind of a question around what is your interest in this and, and what is it that uh, attracts you to this whole topic of sort of space surveillance and, and domain awareness. But, you know, we're going to take a short break. I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this uh, break to continue our conversation with Leslie Wilkins from MEDB. We've got uh, Darren Nishimoto from EO Solutions and Caitlin Vicuña. Uh, over at um, uh, senior over at the UH Manoa, and we're talking about the uh, Amos and the Amos Conference. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, and I'm Bert Lum. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Leslie Wilkins from MEDB, Maui Economic Development Board, and, of course, we've got uh, Darren Ishimoto from EO Solutions and Caitlin Vicuña, senior over at UH Mano. And right before the break, uh, so, Caitlin, what, you're an engineering senior, and what field of engineering are you focusing in on, and, and how does that kind of... Uh, sort of uh, relate to what your interest in with regard to AMS and, and the, the emergent uh, cohort? Sure. Um, I'm doing mechanical engineering uh, with aerospace focus right now over at UH. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to emergent about two years ago and, and my my reasoning two years ago and my reasoning this year are completely different so I'll just uh, give you the quick little spiel on that. Um, so two years ago I honestly I had no idea what I was doing. It sounded interesting um, but I didn't really know, you know, much about what I could do with that type of degree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know what companies were, you know, and I don't want to leave Hawaii, I, you know, my home. So for me, like, you know, I want to find something local and like just see what's out there. Um, so I went two years ago and, you know, I'll be honest, it was like a pivotal moment in my education career because I got to talk to mentors and that's sort of just kind of like hoping to just like make some friends and like, you know, see what the industry's like, you mm-hmm. know, see what, you know, what, what's going on in Hawaii. And, uh, you know, with those mentors, um, I kept in touch with them over the past couple of years. And uh, I decided to go again this year to Emergent and just kind of, like, see how I've grown and everything else. And, you know, since then, I've, 
you know, I've become a senior, I've got an internship, I've, you know, all this like amazing stuff just based on advice that I've gotten at the first emergence. Oh, that's so great. And and yeah. so, Caitlin, like, who's the organizer of, of Emergent? Is that is that Leslie Wilkins? <laughs> Leslie, no, I'll jump in here. It's, um, <laughs> Les, it's Annette Lynch, who's MEDB, one of our conference services program managers, and she has recently been promoted to our director of communication. So she does an excellent job, um, and she's an Olympian, so <laughs> putting this together. You want to talk about, like, your... Um, your policy as well as your hack on frog um, problem. Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, just to kind of keep on the, the train of thought right here. So with Caitlin involved with Emergent, maybe maybe Leslie, what, what is the Emergent program? So it is a cohort-based group of delegates. We keep it at about 40. We try to mm-hmm. keep half of them from Hawaii and the other half from other schools on the continent, other companies, and international, because the premise is the future of space has to be international collaboration and solutions for space traffic management and protocols that have international buy-in. So this is our way of trying to foster um, that international collaboration and the focus of the next emerging professionals in space to move us toward that. Well, that's great, and and uh, I, I do want to find out more about uh, how how Caitlin sort of picked up on some of the mentors and how that has uh, it introduced some opportunities for her to to perhaps even stay in Hawaii in this field. Now, Leslie, you know this has been going on for like you said almost twenty five years, and and as Darren had has mentioned, you know the whole sort of field of of space surveillance and and domain awareness has has kind of exploded just because. Maybe 25 years ago, it was primarily military, but now with all the commercial activity launching satellites, there's a whole, you know, a whole plethora of of uh, devices going up. And I would guess that uh, you know the amount of of uh, uh, satellites uh, and devices that are now put into space has just uh, exploded. So that that has put another layer of, I guess, um, priorities for this whole AMOS uh, conference and, and effort. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's grown exponentially. In the early years, it was maybe 200 people. Uh, it was very much about supporting the Air Force Research Lab, mm-hmm. Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, today, as Darren said, the attendance is military, commercial space, civil space, academic research. It is a whole gamut um, working together on, you know, the breaking science uh, that supports space as well as policy conversations that support how are we going to share data, what will be the protocols, and what will be um, protocols for satellite operators to what kind of space traffic management. All that dialogue among high-level people happens at the AMOS conference. And and Darren, you are the one sort of responsible for looking at these three hundred plus uh, um, papers that were uh, submitted. I guess as perhaps uh, uh, topics for sessions. Uh, give us an example of some of the things that uh, you had to, I guess, sort through, and what were the the priorities that that uh, elevated some to actually get scheduled in, in the whole um, AMOS conference? What, what, what's kind of top of mind? What's 
at the leading so, edge so of some the, of this technology. The, the way we run the, the conference, I'm I'm with along with Paul Kervin, is we're the first filter of the technical uh, abstraction. Mm-hmm. So I've been working space technologies, and I'm a University of Hawaii State grad, and uh, I started actually. Uh, presenting at the first 1999 and so forth con- uh, conferences. So I was, I was actually a, an active oral presenter, uh, a content provider, if you will. And so I know sort of the, the steps involved in the presentations, in publishing a paper. And not only are you going to present the uh, – if you are doing oral presentations, we actually publish it in a journal. Uh, and so there is a paper, a few papers that are selected that are published in journals. And so that really highlights the academic sources. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, I don't, the technical chairs only guide the sessions. And so each topic area, we provide a subject matter expert in that subject matter area. And so we rely and empower those technical session chairs to come up with their session, however they want to. We'll give them some guidelines but it's totally up to them how they want to portray that content. Mm-hmm. And it'll mm-hmm. go through us and we'll approve it or not. But usually the case is they're really, really above and beyond and not just the A, B, C, D equals D uh, type of conference. It's really an engaging conference. Some of those sessions have panels on it, questions and answers, a little bit more engaging and networking. And so I need that team of session chairs within the technical conference to help me uh, and Paul Kervin produce a, a solid technical conference. So it's not just me. So with that, with that said, and I appreciate your, your clarification of, of uh, how these uh, sessions get selected, what, what, what were some of the things or some of the topics that were um, top of mind and, and maybe drew an attention from the audience? The machine learning. The machine learning, is, it truly is the key to the next generation of space technologies. We have so many objects out there, so many countries launching things, losing things, colliding into each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, just doing it manually and visually and looking at a screen is not unacceptable at this point. And so the machine learning and the AI, you know, we see chat GBT and some of the technologies that are coming out of the chat GBT um, those are right on the cusp of cutting-edge technologies that people are starting to scratch upon. And so, again, it, when you see a keynote four-star general and an, uh, a White House administrator open up with, we need more AI and machine learning technologies, do good things, it's, it's really easy for us to uh, pick the priority of the technology that is coming from those speeches. Mm-hmm, so those mm-hmm. speakers are really speaking very freely of what their priorities are. And this is the first time, too, they are engaging the audience. Even if it is an international, they're opening it up to any questions and answer, which is unheard of in any conference with a four-star general there. It's usually just a, a, a scripted speech. He leaves the stage, and good luck. But this was a very engaging four-star question and answer session. Wow, right on. Uh, I I do want to ask Caitlin, in terms of her participation, you know, were you presenting a paper? How did you uh, 
glean, I guess, some insights into where you might want to go as a result of being a participant, you know, in the Amos Conference. But I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Leslie Wilkins from MNEB. We've got Darren Nishimoto from EO Solutions and Caitlin Vicuña. She's an engineering senior over at UH Manoa. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, Bavarian Motor Experts, and Chaminade University. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum right here on Hawaii Public Radio HPR One. And if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to Leslie Wilkins from MDB. And we've got Darren Nishimoto from EO Solutions. And we have Caitlin Vicuña, engineering senior over at UH Manoa. And right before the break, um, I wanted to ask Caitlin, as a participant, you know, in the Amos Conference, being a part of the emerging cohort, uh, what, what was your sort of participation in the, in the conference? Were you like uh, Darren making a presentation? And, or, or, you know, did you... Uh, glean from some of your mentors where you might want to perhaps uh, work in this field, you know, going forward? What was it, uh, what was your kind of key contributions and, and takeaways? Um, for uh, for the conference, so Emergent and Amos Conference are a little bit separated, so Emergent is a few days before um, the conference, and then we overlap one day at the conference. Mm-hmm. So basically it's like a, like a team building exercises you know you have like a speed dating of mentors and like you meet like i think it's like four or five people and you know you talk for 20 minutes and like you just ask, ask all the questions that you know that you have and then you know you make those connections you know you get their information and you follow up later um you you just work on different teams for like problem solving like we had a hackathon and we had to like you know we were given a problem um you know regarding you know space junk or you know whatever your topic was and then you had to like just kind of like brainstorm for like a day and like end up with like a presentation so we did that type of thing um uh didn't get to write a paper or present anything for the conference part um but i did get to go to a short course um which is basically you know you pick a topic that you're interested in and then they teach you about it and the short course i got to go to was like um like a tabletop game like D style of like cybersecurity. so mm-hmm. you kind of learn like you know you roll the dice and like see how bad your company gets attacked by your satellites and so like it was really neat just learning all the different aspects because there's just so much involved and D is dungeon dungeons and dragons yes that's correct sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make sure no that's cool and and uh how were your mentors in terms of giving you guidance and and where do you think you might be headed as a result of you know, that interaction and, and the opportunities perhaps presented by the, the, the folks at Amos? Oh, man, every single mentor, like, I wish I had, like, an hour to talk to all of them. You only have 20 minutes, and there's, like, a few of you to just kind of, like, ask as many questions as you can, and then you get yelled at to, like, switch to, like, not yelled at, but, like, you know, <laughs> called to, like, you know, go go to the next table. You only, you're like, yeah. let's, let's, let's have more questions, you know. So, like, it's, it's kind of, like, you know, you don't get to have as much time, but, it, you know, you get that, like, that first step of that, like, how to... Um, contact with them again right so i mean i i had a mentor two emergence ago that like i you know i was in college i had no idea what i'm doing in my life i'm just oh i'm gonna be an engineer like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. what am i gonna do mm-hmm. you know and like i was applying for everything and it's getting denied and i was just like how come you know why am i not getting scholarships internships and then like it was one of my 20 minute mentors and he's like he just gave me this like amazing advice and i was like oh you know, just kind of clicked. And then I was like, okay. And then I started, you know, applying based on his advice. And then, like, I got into, like, a program for um, 
an aerospace uh, internship and I've been getting like scholarships and like so like just the advice that he gave me just like, I got feel like just like a pivotal moment just to kind of like you know if I had not had talked to him I probably wouldn't have gone the route that I went so so, so I mean, the million dollar question is what's your probability of, of uh, finding work in Hawaii um a hundred percent actually great well, that's great <laughs> um, <I yeah>. know. <laughs> the um, I actually got a job offer um, that's well, it's based on the mainland, but they're letting me work remote from Hawaii so I can still kind of be involved in, like, the local community because um, I really want to help, you know, kids with STEM and, you know, girls in STEM and everything else and just kind of, like, be involved with that because there's, there's a lot of smart minds here that, you know, and just need that little push to know that they're, you know, can do great things. Well, you know, that's, that's the perfect kind of jobs uh, we would like to encourage where, you know, you're getting, you're getting money, bringing in money from the mainland. Not you know, yeah, not exactly. us <laughs> shipping money away from Hawaii. You know, we're, you're bringing money into Hawaii. That's that's uh, ideal. That is perfect. I, c- I like congratulate add, you. I like to add to that, Bert. Yeah. Um. So I, I was uh, uh, for my career on Maui. Yeah, I was one of the technical geeks, right? I love technology and the different ways of doing things. And uh, as I was one of the Boeing senior uh, managers. Uh, at running the site at Haleakala, mm-hmm. and it was because of the Amos Conference and then the emergence. So I was actually in Caitlin's chair several decades back. Uh, and again, the networking of the Amos Conference, just like Caitlin, I just got to talk to everybody. I got to talk to business owners. I got to talk to small business owners, big business owners, large aerospace corporations, uh, leaders, and in this emergent program, I actually did the same thing Caitlin did. Like, do I want to just work for a large aerospace company for the rest of my life? And there was a defining moment, and I'm saying, looking, looking at all my peers and they starting businesses, I said, man, if they can do it, I think I can do it. And you have that support system, right? Caitlin has a list of people she can call if she wants to do her own business or mm-hmm. if she wants to work for a large aerospace company, but you have that network. Uh, support also. So the Ames Conference is not just the technical conference. It also has a large business underpinning to it. And with that, I started my own company <laughs> after going to the Ames Conference mm-hmm. and networking uh, through and through and actually started my own business and selling it to a large aerospace company and then starting another one just because of the Ames Conference. So thanks, Leslie. <laughs> well, that's, you're very welcome. No. You're a serial entrepreneur, just what we need. No, and, and and this is a great story. And Leslie, I'm 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 really thankful for you for you pulling pulling the right people together and 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 getting the word out about you know the opportunities uh, that this this presents. Now, now, Leslie, you know, Space Force is is another sort of false. I mean, a force multiplier, right? I mean, twenty five years ago, there was no bringing, Space Force. Yeah, it's brand new. It was commi- our uh, FRL was recommissioned to Space Force in May of 21, and um, it is adding a huge technical boon of investments and opportunities to our tech community on Maui and, uh, you know, developing those small private space companies to quickly bring innovation to market, which is Space Force needs, and uh, we're very grateful to have them. Plus that, they're really good neighbors in helping the time of crisis. Um, you know, they we talked previously about their efforts to get Starlinks out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say one thing, because we did make a hard decision to continue with the conference in September following the wildfires. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to let you know, it was a technical conference on the south side 
everyone was very respectful. Um, we opened with a blessing from uh, uh, Leslie. Kahu. Leslie, no, I really appreciate it, but I, I, I need to give you the 10 second uh, mark right now. And then, where can people find out more information about Amos and, and all the great work you're doing? Thank you. For the 25th Amos Conference and to apply to be an immersion delegate, check out www.mecb.org for September of 2024. Very good. Leslie Wilkins, she's the president and CEO of MEDB. We've got Darren Nishimoto, president of EO Solutions, and Caitlin Vicuña, engineering senior over at UH Manoa. I want to thank them very much for joining me today. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week. We'll talk about the Hawaii Annual Code Challenge. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HBR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HBR app or your favorite podcast application. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.